1: You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show. The show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell. And me, James Harrison. Where we bring you... Explosive debate. Big interviews and guests. Trending topics. With regular uploads. And now sponsored by Froom's very own prestige paving and patios.
2: And also now with over 100 episodes.
1: You're listening to the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James.
3: And I'm David.
1: And together, tonight, it's Boxing Monthly on the TTM Sports Show. David, a long time no see. Um, Really, really happy to have you back.
3: Thank you. It's lovely to be back, James. Absolutely.
1: And a small matter of a big fight on Saturday night. It's... uh, It's for, I wouldn't say the undisputed and to be the main man of the heavyweight division. It's for the IBO, WBO, WBA, IBF, and the Ring Magazine Heavyweight Championship of the World. Uh, Just before we dive into it, the Ring Magazine, really? Tyson Fury's still very much alive, so surely it shouldn't actually... I know they're going to put it on because he's retired, but come on, it could at least be like 43 or something, you know?
3: retires every, every time there's an Anthony Joshua fight he retires anyway so the only time this, the only difference is this time they've actually took one of the belts off and whereas the WBC are now waiting until uh, I believe August the 26th and then they, unless they get a letter, um, they won't strip it until August the 26th.
1: I think um, very clearly. I think we all know uh, what's going to happen, don't we? M- not in this fight, but long term, the winner of this fight, quite simply to put it, has to fight Tyson Fury. Um, that, you know, we won't spend all episode talking about the ifs and the buts and the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and the maybes and who can fight who and who can do what. The reality is, just to sum it up, I mean, would you, if you're a betting man, surely the winner, surely the winner, has to challenge. Uh, uh, for the undisputed because it is irrelevant with the ring magazine belt anyway because whoever challenges it, it doesn't matter to Fury because if he comes back out of retirement it, it's irrelevant because that, that belt will be on the line anyway if the WBC belt however isn't on the line for me that changes things
3: um, you know I've got to be honest I'm so fed up with hearing about Thompson Fury mm. he always goes on about retiring um, you cannot Retire and say you're the greatest of all time. Although I'm not disputing that he isn't good. Uh, but you know, he's not you know, he hasn't fought everyone. He's basically fought the same guy three times Wilder for like the last two, three years. I know it was COVID, but and now he's fought uh Dillian White. Well he uh, never not...
1: up, did he? He didn't turn up, did he? That's quite simple. Dillian White just did not turn
3: up. But that's not a champion, a champion clears the division out, takes the undisputed fight. Uh, in all fairness, who's Tyson Fury really fought in the last five years, really? Uh, Lennox Lewis was clearing the division out. And in all fairness to Joshua as well, although there's a lot of people, a lot of people seem to really be against Joshua that I speak to. But Joshua has never turned down a fight. He's took on everybody. He wants to fight. He shouldn't. He's fighting music. And although, let's be honest, you and your fellow host James said that Usyk would lose that fight and everyone else said Joshua would win, uh, what happened? And I still think it's the toughest fight. uh, And screw Fury, it's all about will Anthony Joshua get back his World Heavyweight Championship on Saturday night?
1: Well, look, first of all, I give you credit for predicting the fight correctly because you were right. However, as you oh, know, right. there was a, there is a big however, there is a big question mark over it. My problem with it was, as I think his trainer, Rob McCracken, uh, <laughs> legendary trainer, um, I think he let him down uh, with the tactics. You don't go in there and outbox a boxer. You know, it's like you, you, can't, you can't do that. That's like turning up at a cherry picking contest and you've never picked a cherry before. And you're coming up against the world number one cherry picker. And you're gonna go for a, you know, You're gonna cherry pick. It's irrelevant. You can't turn up and be the boxer if you ain't naturally a boxer. Very simply put, Anthony Joshua is a bulldozer. He's a wrecker. He's a wrecking ball machine. He is a Deontay Wilder that can actually fight. And and as far as I'm concerned, um, I think the tactics let him down. Now look, don't take away from Usyk. I think Usyk could have stopped him at the end there uh, in in that first fight, no doubt. But actually, hopefully with this new trainer Garcia. Uh, An Angel Fernandez in the corner. Hopefully, you would hope that he can come through and just rediscover. Just go in there. A, a young Joshua would have just took this guy out. I, I said it on the last podcast. I said if if, if someone had gone in and robbed Antony Joshua's house, how would Joshua react if he saw him on the street? He'd just beat him up. And the reality is, we'll get in the boxing ring. You just beat this guy up. He's smaller than you. And, and at the end of the day, if he can't beat him, a lot of people say he'll walk away. I don't think he should. I, I think what he should have done is took a a mediocre, meaningless fight in the meantime as a tune-up to keep warm and to keep ticking over. However, um, it, you know the cards have felt this way. Very simply, for me to very simply put it, David, I, I'm going to hang my hat. You know, I, I think it's a, a Joshua knockout early. If it goes any longer than six or seven rounds, it's who six all day long.
3: I think um, the problem is. Joshua, and I hate to say this, we will find out Saturday night. He's over two things. He's either going to prove himself and he's going to beat him. But let's be honest, Joshua is no Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would have walked through you sick
2: Mm.
3: or he's going to lose.
2: With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: that had a bit of time, fought the right people at the right time, people that he could bulldoze. And I just think the horrible part is, I think Usyk, if Joshua does try to bulldoze him Saturday night, that you're hoping he'll do, I think Usyk is clever, and he'll avoid it like the plague. And he'll just be clever, box his way out of it, and then he wins. That is, I hope he doesn't, obviously. But I just worry that when you can box really good, the idea of being a boxer is not to get hit. And Usyk can box. So he is going to avoid those shots. And I just, I don't know. I mean, we all want him to win, don't we? Because he's a British champion. And obviously there is the thing, will Fury come back? Will. will it be the best of British? We has to. In Wembley Stadium. Um, but then... You just don't know. I would like Joshua to win. Fury not to come back for a point and stop leading people on because all it is is just Fury. Fury, Fury, Fury. And I would say also to your comment that um, people say retire. Johnny Nelson says he should retire because Johnny Nelson works for Sky now. This is the pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view they've got Joshua on and he goes to the zone. So if Joshua wins, he's saying the biggest payday for British boxing on a on a platform that isn't Sky Sports. Well Johnny so Norris annoyed me probably...
1: and I'm going to tell you why he's annoyed. Oh yeah, go on. He annoyed me because he annoyed, he ignored. He completely ignored Uh, our advances for an interview. He didn't even say no. He didn't say anything on LinkedIn. He even read the message and he just ignored it flat rate. Whereas a lot of other people within the professional game of football and boxing like David Caldwell come back and agreed to be interviewed with us. We had a really good chat. All the guys at the Peacock Gym, the current British middleweight champion Denzel Bentley. Again, you know, stood by and actually talked to us. And and it was fantastic. And Johnny Nelson, for me, he went down in my estimation because he just completely blanked us. And as far as I'm concerned, he does work for Sky. And as far as I'm concerned, I think uh, the Sky train is well and truly halted. It would be a bit weird if Joshua's uh, reign as as a boxer in total, if he lost again, was to end on the final Sky Sports show. How unbelievable would that be?
3: Well, Well, it's not. It's not because if Joshua loses... Then it is back to the drawing board. He's going to have to have some. I really, think he'll retire, mate. I don't think he will. I think he's he signed his own contract. I think he's young. I think there's prospects of him taking Wilder on. Would be him versus Wilder would be a massive. David, I'd go to America with you. Watch that.
1: I'd go to America and watch Fury again. Wilder against Joshua. I'd
3: go with you for that. But we all go to that? Um, that would be brilliant, but, wouldn't it? It would be very good. Uh, I think Sky are doing all right. But Sky, I do think, you know... know, know what Lump are they doing? A poor is, one it, of the... is it Eddie Hearn
1: from 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 uh, from Alibaba or Amazon?
3: <laughs> I think um, Sky Sports next month are putting on one of the biggest um, women's boxing fight, and it's completely free on your Sky package. I don't get it. The whole card is w- women... And I'm although I'm not too interested in the Clarissa Shields fight. I am. Um, the the co-main event is um, another undisputed fight between two women. Um, Natasha Jonas? No, it's not.
1: We'll come back to you on that one. We'll let you think about it. But the reality is Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall, just quickly moving on, just final predictions on the Joshua. Uh, for me... I, I think uh, I think he's just going to go in there and try and knock him clean out. Um, and I think I think don't be surprised if he does. Um, I, and it would be fantastic for British boxer to have a three-time heavyweight champion of the world. That would be unbelievable. However, he's fighting Usyk, I, I think Usyk's training's been disrupted massively with the situation in Ukraine. Uh, and I think Joshua, since the day he lost, he's been on it. Um, and, and you know, I, I think it wouldn't it would be just like Joshua. It would be just like him to be written off by everybody and come back and knock him clean out. Um, he knows what he's got to do. Uh, I think he knocks him clean out uh, in five or six rounds. I think he just knocks him clean out. Um,
3: that's my prediction. Your prediction quickly, David? Um... Right. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really, really hard to say it. I... Right. I'm going to... My, my heart is telling me... Josh that joshua does win this by a knockout but then my head is telling me that this will go again to a decision and he wins. but i want my heart to be right okay so i don't i just it's just i don't know it's too close to court it's honestly a boxing fight i cannot call but we'll come go on David, your... get out with it come on I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I just can't call it. It's too, it's too close. You've got 20 but quid in your back pocket. You've got to put it on either one.
1: Right, well, I put it on you, sick Right, there you go. So you're saying you're sick. Uh Final point on this mega fight. Uh, Joshua's uh, switch of trainer. What are you making of the move?
3: Um... Well, apparently, and I I don't really know the trainer much. I know he's got a history of uh, training some professionals, but I just think it was a weird, I just thought it was a weird pick. Surely loads of people, loads of quality trainers would want to train Anthony Joshua. Like loads of British camps as well that would want a piece of that pie, a piece of the hype train. And, Uh, you know, he was quite good friends with Mayweather. Mayweather. Mayweather's dad will not want to train him either. I think, well, we'll look you know, what happened
1: the last time Floyd Mayweather's, Mayweather's father trained a British fighter. It ended in disaster at the hands of Manny Pacquiao for Ricky Hatton.
3: Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, know, I know it's going to be a late one Saturday night. No, I just... Let's just hope the best the British win. Because I, I love sure. Okay, so enough on that. And just very
1: quickly before we go, we're going to spend a couple of minutes just talking about that. Savannah Marshall, Clarissa Shields. Uh, you know, Savannah, the only person to beat the self-proclaimed, quote, the greatest woman of all time. Look at her resume, though, Clarissa Shields. Two Olympic gold medals. So two Olympic cycles, which is not to be sniffed at. However, I would still believe Katie Taylor is the number one women's boxer in the world because I think there's more competition down at Katie Taylor's weight class, in and around those weight classes. And I think, in terms of the Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields, look at Clarissa Car- Shields, is, uh, look at, there's no one of note. And that's come up time and time and time again that there's been no one of note on her record. Every time she fights someone, the other fighter's got a massive losing record or it's for a vacant title, for instance. The only whose who's, who's record are you on about? Clarissa Shields. And she hasn't fought anyone of note. She hasn't fought anybody of note, that's a fact. She hasn't fought anyone, and it, because there's no one at that, at that,
2: at that, at that weight. With the Lucky landslides, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I
3: would, I would say she's got quite a good resume compared to um, who she's fighting. Savannah Marshall. Let's be honest. Yes. Let's be honest. <laughs> Savannah Marshall
1: is the only person to beat Clarissa Shields. Secondly, Clar- Clarissa Shield was—it was, uh, was a, a, a title. She hasn't won the title of anybody, has she? The level of opposition is has been staggering for me.
3: Simple. I, I, uh, I, I think I would think exactly the reverse. Um, I would think uh, Savannah Marshall has fought any nobody really of any. Um, uh, any real fighters. I think it's a struggle as you said to find anyone whereas I would say Clarissa Shields has fought loads of good opponents, become undisputed um, there's fighters on her resume like Christina Hammer who people know of Savannah Marshall has fought <sighs> nobody um, I think the problem I think um to sum this up quickly, I would say Clarissa Shields wins just through more experience. I think she's more a boxer and she'll avoid... I, I mean, th- I don't like the her fist... attitude, mate, personally. I just don't like her attitude. Uh, I don't like her attitude. I think she's come out with some comments uh, recently that were... I'll tell you one, David, very quickly. Clarissa very Shields. This is on DAZN's
1: fight news, yeah? On the DeZone news. Uh, Upon Katie Taylor against Amanda Serrano, which we both know, in my opinion, up there with probably Katie Taylor and uh, Delphine Persoon, it was probably one of the greatest women fights in history. Um, Packed out Madison Square Garden's brutal fight. Should have been a draw, in my opinion. But, you know, uh, great, great fight. Clarissa Shields doesn't think that Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano overshadows her future. Um, I think it does, and, and I also think that, uh, you know, Katie Taylor, Persoon, Amanda Serrano, Natasha Jonas, there's a few women around that, that sort of weight class, um, that I believe uh, I would rather watch than Clarissa Shields. You know, her knockouts, she not no one out, Has she? I mean, she, she, how many knockouts has Clarissa Shields got on her record? I'll have a look. Talk to the viewers, talk to the listeners for a second, David Hancock. Go on a rant, do something, while I, while I get Clarissa Shields' fight record up.
3: I think she, you'll find that she's actually had two TKOs and the rest have all been by unanimous decision. I will stop you before you need to look.
1: 12 fights, 12 wins, no losses, 10 have been by decision. Now Two
3: TKOs, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not being funny. Savannah Marshall did call her pillow fists, mine, didn't she? Yeah, it's, it's,
3: um but then if you look at savannah marshall's record Again, recently 12 fights um, 12 her... wins 10 by knockout well yeah that is quite she's got quite the power
1: I, i'm 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 calling this now and i believe i'm going to get a double i believe i'm going to get a double i'm saying joshua by knockout savannah marshall by knockout and uh, i i think i might put 20 pounds on it
3: quick question then Go before we it. end yes who's going to win connor ben Chris Eubank Jr. Well, we had to put that That's a fight. Sure. Well, no, it's yeah. a good point. Conor Ben, it's a win
1: win for him, isn't it? If he wins the fight, wow. If he loses the fight, he had to go up to weight classes. And let's not forget, Chris Eubank Jr. will balloon in size uh, after that second weigh in, uh, I'm sure. Look, um, I-, I want Conor Ben to win. I like both fighters. I-, I really like Chris Eubank Jr. A lot of people hate him, like they hate his dad. It's so irrelevant. It's frightening. Um, I, I like I like the Eubanks, and I did when I was younger as well. But I've become accustomed to Conor Ben. I like his style recently. Um, and I think, really, he should be looking at fighting people like Adrian Broner, Danny Garcia, uh, and people like that. And, you know, your Tiafima Lopez is on a catch weight, where Conor Ben's slightly larger. That's the fight I want to see him in. Um, and for, for me personally. Is Chris Jr. going to be too big? Uh, you know, again, Conor Ben, good boxer, more of an animal, isn't he? he? He'll go in early and try and rip his head off. But the problem you've got if he gets caught, he's been dropped before, remember. Um, and earlier on is his career, I believe. And uh, he came through. Uh, you know, if I was to put my mortgage on it, I'd say. Do you know what? I think. <laughs> I. I. I I think Conor Ben will nick it, and and I think that. I think he's actually a better boxer than Chris Rubant Jr. I think he's more of a natural boxer, where the engine, though, on Chris Rubant Jr. And let's not forget, he took the piss out of Liam Williams. He took the piss out of him in Wales and dropped the guy four times and took the mick. That was a good performance. That Williams is a good
3: fighter. I don't know what the... I'm pretty sure there's a rehydration clause as well. So I think Chris Eubank can put on after the weigh in. I think he can put on, but only to a certain point. Yeah, we'll from see. the contract. Otherwise, what are they so going to do? Weigh him as he walks he out the dressing room,
1: right back up. What's he going to do? Weigh him as he walks out the dressing room? Because I know what I'll be doing. I'd have that weigh in about what two hours before the fight, and then from there, mate, just rehydrate. It's only going to take half hour to put that on, isn't it? I don't know. I think. Yeah, I, I, think don't know. I don't know. How it I works. Think
3: the, I think the details will come out hopefully nearer, but. I know it's a lot. I know it's over 100,000 pounds per pound they weigh if they weigh in a pound over the 155. Well, they can't weigh them after the fight, David,
1: because they'll lose weight while they're in the fight, won't they, as they're working out. Um, but look, um, it's been absolutely fantastic having you back. Uh, I know for a fact with my co-presenter, James, we're, we're going to be watching the fight together on Saturday night. I think it might be worth if, if time allows. We might be able to do a quick, quick review afterwards, if you like, if you're up for that. Uh, a yeah. quick 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, just a quick, quick review, just to bang that out there for our listeners. Again, everybody, thank you very much for listening to the TTM Sports Show. My name is James.
3: And I'm David.
1: And we'll see you again very, very soon. You are now listening to the TTM Sports Show, the show that's by the fans, for the fans. Hosted by me, James Hounsell, and me, James Harrison, where we bring you explosive debate, big interviews and guests, trending topics, with regular uploads, and now sponsored by Froom's very own Prestige Paving and Patios,
2: and also now with over 100 episodes.
1: You're listening to the TTM Sports Show.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.